0: Hello Hello. and welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark
1: and I'm Sarah
0: and I'm a Doctor Who fan
1: and I'm new to watching Who.
0: Yeah, watching for the very first time.
1: Very first time.
0: Yes and we are here um, via TMAT Communications. Uh, So last week, we were on the planet of the Gons. I've teamatted to team at Earth Control. Sarah, you're on the moon, aren't you?
1: (laughs) Is that where I am? Yes, (laughs) I'm on the moon.
0: Yeah, Yeah, so we're still separated at the moment. (laughs) Okay, that's the intro. Let's let's just do real-life talk a second. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: get real. Let's get real.
0: We'll just get real a sec. So I am in a cupboard at work right now, <laughs> recording.
1: Mark's in a closet. <laughs> so,
0: because I, this our schedules are still very busy at the moment. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's funny. <laughs> so
0: this is the only way we we can record. And I'm determined we're not going to miss a week. So if I've got to sit in a cupboard at work and record, that is what we're <laughs> <all you're> doing.
1: <laughs> it's so so you
0: might hear some clomping upstairs. They're rigging a show at the moment. This is the quietest area I can find.
1: That's, it's so funny, honestly.
0: I'd also actually just like to thank my colleagues as well for assisting me in this. So Lowry is out there covering the actual building. I'm not just left it unattended. And also <laughs> I forgot to thank uh, my colleague Ed because without him we wouldn't have recorded the invasion because he completely left work, like he quit, and then he came back to do a shift so I could have the evening off to record the invasion. So um, I just thank like you, to say thank you, colleagues. <laughs> thank you. Hashtag thank Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. Um, so just a few things before we get into the story. I just wanted to remind people we've got the Duskers coming up fairly soon. It's not too far away. So if you have any opinions on any. Moments, characters, monsters. Let us know so we can uh, consider that when we when we get to talking about the Oscars nominations. And also, this isn't re- this isn't a spoiler because we're going to be reaching the end of the '60s fairly soon as well. I'm, Sarah, I'm not sure if you were aware of that. No, I am. So we're going to be doing a special All Stars '60s Awards as well after our our Oscars. All of our previous nominees we'll go back and uh, there'll be some special awards. We'll have a, you know, clothes watch award. So the all stars episode will be coming up and all of our Edith and Katarina members, you will be invited to be part of the jury on that one to select the winners of that. So you will get a a special message if you have signed up on buy me a coffee and are one of our, our regular members. So look out for that coming up soon. Also, Since we last spoke, I have been to the Doctor Who signing and met Carol Ann Ford. Oh! Um, But I thought I I will. um, We'll get into the story first, and then we'll because this is six episodes, The Seeds of Death.
1: I did it over four sittings.
0: Okay, I did it in two because we were going to record the other night, and I had to like binge watched it pretty much.
1: (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did. Now I so I did one episode one, then I did two and three. I've also lost my phone. So basically me and Mark were supposed to record this on Thursday. This is why I've done it over four. We were supposed to record it like a few days ago. I was going to watch it on Wednesday and finish it. I've lost my phone. So I had to message Mark and be like, I haven't watched any Doctor Who. We can't record tomorrow. I've spent four hours looking for my phone and it's missing.
0: Okay, so let's start. Let's start. The Seeds of Death, part one. Here we are. Bombay, Tokyo shipment activated. Bombay sending now. Tokyo receiving now. Dispatch completed. New York to Moscow delay. Moon base clearance awaited. So we start off, team at Earth Control, and it's uh, a really good computer voice. Actually, I, I should have done the computer voice at the beginning. I should have done Cardiff Roth getting in touch with Cardiff Bay <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> no. on the moon i don't know cardiff so, to earth cardiff to the moon
1: the only thing is tokyo <laughs> it so his voice isn't that monotonous which i think helps because it's sort of like as it says more things it gets higher did you notice that so like yeah cardiff it's like to Moscow too. and now we are talking da, 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 da. it's not like that <laughs> but you know what i mean you know it does express some emotion
0: And do you know what? I was getting flashbacks of the Ice Warriors because that starts off in the control room, computer voice.
1: It's quite a long introduction before we meet the companions. And the Doctor, sorry. Before we meet anyone, it seems quite a while. Like a whole story pretty much happens before we meet them.
0: Well, yeah, so the base on the moon gets taken over, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. By something, yeah. We have,
1: like, the whole stuff on Earth and then that. But it's a lot, like... I was watching it, and I was thinking, guys, they haven't come in yet, and we're about halfway through this story.
0: Episode, so, yeah. yeah.
1: That was an observation.
0: Well, it has to set up what T-MAT is, what they're doing, where they are, where the two bases are.
1: And it's and a really good setup. problem. The first three episodes in particular are really strong. You know, I always think if episodes... If it's the sixth part I'm saying here, if episodes one to three are strong there's hope for the end. If you get to, like, episode two and then three's getting weak, you know you're in for a killer end, you know? So this felt, like, strong from the start. And each of the – like, about the third story, I was thinking, God, this could conclude quite soon. But I had faith in enough of the story so far that I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll – We'll see it through. I like it. It felt well structured, which is sometimes rare.
0: It hasn't. It always interested me. I first got this when it came out on DVD, and I always thought it was a bit overlong.
1: It is a bit long, but I wasn't bored by it. It could have been because I did it in four sittings as well.
0: Well, can we, okay, can we please talk about Miss Kelly now?
1: Yes, yes, you can talk about Miss <laughs> Kelly Because
0: you now. see her at the beginning. And it is, it's, it's a parallel to Miss Garrett in the control room with Clint. You've got Miss Kelly in the control room with the commander. Good
1: morning, dear. All functioning well?
0: Of course, Commander Radner. In your case, Miss Kelly, efficiency and charm go hand in hand.
1: I try to keep things running smoothly.
0: And it's by the same writer, Brian Hales, who wrote The Ice Warriors and Celestial Toymaker. He's not my favourite writer. Um, <laughs> you have the like, sort of opening as well is similar to The Ice Warriors, with the planets and the sort of... Uh, like, a little, there's a little bit of that, isn't there? So not as much.
1: I much preferred this to The Ice Warriors.
0: Yes, I did. I did, yeah. But so, it is a, it is The Ice Warriors too, basically.
1: Yeah. And what I liked as well is... I knew it was the Ice Warriors before I saw them because I heard them. And I thought, do you know what? That's also, a, it just, it's, it just shows actually they are a, a decent baddie because they are, mem- like, I, I recognised the hissy sound and I was like, it's those guys from Mars. <laughs> I can't re- can remember the name the Ice Warriors, but I think I text you going, it's, it's the Mars people.
0: Well, just going back to the beginning clothes watch i'm not too keen on their sort of onesies with oh, these
1: awful. lines she's on She's the that. only one that doesn't wear it as well and i don't yeah. know how she's got away with that because the other guys are more senior than her and they're still wearing that and it doesn't matter if you're male or female you're wearing that yet somehow she's got away with it
0: it's a bit of a weird mix because you've got it's a good idea the team at where you go back and forth on the moon again really good scientific ideas yeah. the sort of teleport system but they've got this really old-fashioned briefcase <laughs> Just, a, you know, they've got this weird He's outfit and then just a normal 60s briefcase.
1: He's off to work.
0: <laughs> Which shows, yeah, they're serious business people.
1: Got to keep his paperwork. No iPads or anything, you know.
0: So Dr Jamie and Zoe, you've got that sequence where they're sort of in the space museum, not the space museum, another space museum.
1: Yes. I love a space museum, you know me.
0: Yes. Yeah. It would have been cool if it was the space museum. And then Tor was like, where's Vicky?
1: (laughs) I wish we got to see more of the Space Museum, if I'm honest. Mm. But there we are. Well,
0: I mean, it was just a few models, really. It wasn't (laughs) the best museum.
1: It it made me laugh when the doctor was like, oh, you're in a museum, look. And then suddenly he's like flicking through a load of it. Like, look, he couldn't move that thing before. And then suddenly he's like, look at all these things (laughs) in the Space Museum. (laughs) They're just different images of things. That made me laugh.
0: (laughs) I've written here... I'm just... Sorry, because it was a little while since I... I've, I've written Governor being shit to Miss Kelly. I think he was a bit down on her. Like, she's trusted to run this team at system. They're like, oh, she's the best in the business of doing so, this. But he does... I think he said something like, oh, you better get this done, or he was... There's
1: two. Um, because one of them... So, the first guy comes, he obviously likes her. And then... He goes, because then the assistant guy goes, so good job he went before your, your other guy comes. So they both obviously like her. They made like some sort of reference to it, as if, like, she's, I don't know, seeing the other guy, but she's leading one on. I don't know.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Well, I didn't get that, but I, maybe. I, I've got a theory. I think she's Miss Garrett's long-lost sister. I think they're <laughs> sisters in space business. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: And they but, both grew, no, they, up, grew up to be computer experts.
1: They say something like, oh, it's a good job he went before your other man came or something.
0: Yeah, because that first one, he gets killed early on, I think. Yeah. He goes up to the moon. She's running everything there. Um, I think she's great.
1: I can't think, like, you're right, Miss Garrett, but Miss Garrett was almost a little bit colder. and Like, to this day, I still don't know why we bring up Miss Garrett. Like, <laughs> it's... Oh, it's bizarre, but um, well done her for sticking out so long. But yes, she's kind of like Miss Garrett, the blonde. Miss, have- is she blonde? I've had a moment now. Yeah, yeah the blonde Miss Garrett. I was so you. Know, I know I'm tired because I can't remember something that I've watched like twenty minutes ago. Whether that person was blonde or not.
0: I I kept seeing the parallels again for the Ice Warriors. So you've got Miss Garrett, the Governor, which is. Oh, sorry, Miss Kelly and the governor, <laughs> and then you have the guy that's in the space museum who was sort of friends with the governor, and then they're not anymore. And that's the Penley,
1: yeah,
0: character from the Ice Warriors—the one that the one that was with them and he's been thrown out. Ah. So it's very similar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, hang on, it's the same actor.
0: No, no, I just oh, okay. meant he's he's that role. He's yes. that sorry, right? Sorry. Yeah role that Penley did in the Ice Warriors. Is he
1: really famous? His voice is really like I can't in fact I'll tell you who his voice reminded me of. The First Doctor.
0: Oh, I'm not sure. I don't think yeah, I see what you mean, but So they're probably like at the
1: same school of acting.
0: As well, I was gonna ask you when did you think it was the Ice Warriors, but you've said because you see the gun and you hear the voice, it's It's the same gun thing which so you get all these clues and I'm really glad that they held it off until like the end of the episode. Yeah. And but you see they've you have an Ice Lord now. Yes. Rather than just the Ice Warriors before where they were all sort of the same and you couldn't tell who the leader was. And you've got an actor that can actually move his mouth in the costume. Yeah. At least. So that's what did you think of that?
1: Yes. And when they are talking, it is clearer. Like they weren't as annoying the first time around because of there was a lot more of that the first time around. This time you still got that enough to put them as being ice warriors, but they were, it was like you say, it was an upgrade because there was a lot more clarity to it as well. There was weight to the voice. That's what I'm trying to say. Whereas yeah, the criticism the first yeah. time round was they w- just whispered. You had no idea hardly like, what they were saying with th- th- on top. So, yeah, the, the, it was a much better uh, Ice Warrior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, had a fr- it's a much better Ice Warrior this yeah. time, yeah.
0: And you have that traitor guy, uh, Fushim. Oh, is, my he's, God, he's the worst. He's so annoying. He's the so annoying.
1: worst. That, I mean, also that poor actor, I think, because, like, you know, he's just a... He's a wet fish, isn't he? Killing him didn't do you any good. But you will do as I ask. There is nothing I can do. You do not want to die. I'm not that good enough a technician. It needs an expert. But you are second in command here. <laughs> I mean... <laughs>
0: like, he always annoys me when I watch this story. <laughs> like, like, straight away. He me. doesn't even have to do anything. And he just annoys me as soon uh, as he yeah. appears on the screen.
1: <laughs> like, he's... To begin with, I was like... Uh, Maybe he'll come out as like the surprise here because they're all sort of picking on him. They're like, oh, he's used, you know. I was like, maybe he, and no, he didn't. And he's just so weedy and wet and pathetic. He's just pathetic. But also, the poor actor trying to play something that pathetic, there's only one way you can go with it and it is that annoying. Oh, he's mm. really bad. Yeah.
0: But a lot of people die straight away. They The ice warriors are very sort of trigger happy, aren't they? <laughs>
1: Well, that and, I guess, you know, BBC Budgets, so why keep people on for another episode? <laughs> they do save the best person, which is that guy. Which one? Oh, the, like, guy that pretty much saves everything.
0: Uh, there's Phipps, who yes. helps them later on. Him. Okay,
1: I'm I think that's what a massive called. Phipps fan.
0: Because, yeah, I was trying to go, I was going through the list. I was like, well, they died, they died, they died.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But thankfully, th- God, that's some... Ab- Thankfully, Phipps stayed around. He's great. Like he He's was. I was that, just um, like, you are amazing. You can stay. You are badass. You are cool. You're defending Earth. Get it. You should have got the promotion.
0: He's the one that goes into the cupboard thing and sets up the trap.
1: Yeah. And also yeah. might just get in touch with Doctor and Jamie and Zoe. Yeah.
0: As I say before, I'm not a Brian Hales fan of his writing, I think. But then I can't... Criticize. I always think this, especially with the new, you know, the new series. Even you know that people criticize the writing and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I try not to do that whenever. I mean, we sort of do when we talk about some of the characters and the decisions made. But I just think if I was given to write a script, especially dialogue, I can't do it. So I can't really criticize Brian Hales. You know,
1: I, see, I didn't think it, this was that bad. My only. Like, real grudge, I guess, in this episode, is it comes back to this argument of things being samey. I mean, it was foam again.
0: Yeah, more foam. More yep. foam,
1: but just a different monster.
0: But they knew it works, and it's an easy... It's probably, okay, we've done all the risk assessments for foam for before, we'll use them again. And, uh... Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, like, that, you know, I can... I can understand this argument of like things being samey because.
0: But well, I think that's more the producer than the script writer. He's a bit of a Terry Nation because Terry Nation reused the same ideas and things.
1: Yeah, this wasn't uh, his you could idea. Do
0: like an ice? I'm, I need to. There could be a Brian Hales cocktail coming up. Maybe mm. I might have to try that uh, or an ice warrior cocktail at least. Definitely. Maybe if we do
1: Brian Hales one, can it have like foam on top? Just for
0: us. That's what it's got to be, hasn't it? Or or like snow or foam or something. Yeah. yeah. Or
1: do you know what you um, could do? But it's like, you know, it's really fancy. You have to like, whisk an egg yolk, uh, an egg white.
0: Oh, like, yes. Uh, like a Mirangi Yeah, one of those top. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did um, a module on script writing in, in uni. and in I did a TV drama module. Of course. And I mean, oh my. And so, it, which was really exciting at the time because Doctor Who had just come back. And so people were talking about that. Yeah and it was run by this woman she directed like Eastenders and the bill in like the 80s so she was yes. obviously an expert on TV drama i had to, you had to come up with a TV drama like a you know uh and i remember that morning before the seminar i was like i haven't thought of anything i had to sit down and quickly come up with an idea yet like a a six episode outline <laughs> right <laughs> and mine and it was called the right side of youth right and it was about these three women who, like, in their sort of 40s or 50s, they all go off to be cabaret singers in South End.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Carol, Shelley and Rupi, um, they all go to this sort of open audition and meet each other. And they used to be friends when they were younger, and then they've all gone off and had families and stuff. And then they meet up again, and they never got the chance to have the career that they wanted. So they leave all their families and, put, and, <laughs> and form this band. This would band. happen now. <laughs> and then they ha- they meet this dodgy sort of guy called Roy who becomes their manager, uh, but then he starts sort of having affairs with all of them and stuff, and gets one of them pregnant. Oh my god! And then there is this younger guy called Jeremy who's like an up and coming manager, and he wants to manage the girls. Um, so there is all this stuff going on. This was. I found the outline of it the other day, and I was like, oh my! So we we did that, and we all had to sort of read our ideas out in our class, and then we all had to sort of make. A sort of an episode or clips of an episode in video because we did video production. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone voted to make mine nah. so to film. <laughs> so we had to film it. And actually, do you know what? This does relate to Doctor Who again because technology has changed since I did video production. The cameras are smaller and, and everything. We had these big sort of video camera things and it was a bit like 60s Doctor Who. Well, you see, I read about 60s Doctor Who, watched the DVD making of. And, you know, they're in the studio and it's done sort of multi-camera where they do a scene almost like theatre Yeah, and yeah. they cut between the things. And I was like, look, we've got an hour to film in the uni bar, this cabaret scene. Let's set up multiple cameras and just film it and then I can edit together. that We've got a long shot, a close-up and everything. But then going into the editing suite and doing that, our expert lady from the bill and East EastEnders she was like you don't film stuff like that you shouldn't film stuff like this this is not how you do it you set each thing up you know I was doing it 60s Doctor Who style and she was like no you shouldn't have done it like that
1: yeah yeah because
0: you should set up every single shot but like 60s Doctor Who we didn't have time we had like an hour to do this scene and I just had to I that's how I decided to do it because that's all I knew at the time because I'm I mean, <laughs> I've been watching Doctor Who, haven't I, from the 60s. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, the right side of youth coming soon. <laughs> oh I
1: love it. I love it.
0: Um, yeah, so, um, anyway, what was I talking about? So, anyway, yeah, if I if I gave that script to Brian Hales, he'd be like, what is this? So I can't really complain to Brian Hales, but, anyway. Part two. I mean, you have the Doctor Oh, Jenny hang on one second.
1: It's a great cliffhanger, is episode one. This is for... Full- I think all of this is great cliffhangers. Yep, sorry, just carry on, part two. I just wanted to say that.
0: Sorry. Um, Well, the Dr. Jamie and Zoe, they're going up in this rocket, uh, which is fun. And there's a bit of like, oh, should Jamie go with them or not? Because he's not uh, qualified.
1: Oh, no. Oh, do you know what? Jamie's had a hard time recently. Like, he really is a simpleton now, isn't he?
0: I don't know. He he changes a bit with the script, you see. And I was going to say, Zoe is still really strong. Again, another story that relies on her... Knowledge and her capabilities. Yeah. And she's working out the maths with the rocket and stuff.
1: What Jamie brings is a simple approach, you know? So, whereas like the doctor and Zoe will always look at the whole scientific stuff, Jamie will always look at the simplest answer because he's not that. He's not the crazy genius. He's just. Well, I'd say he's, like, of a regular... I mean, he's adapted so well. Let's not forget, what century is he from? The 12th? So he's done, you know, pretty well. He sort of brings that, looking at it from just the basic angle, which can get forgotten by the other two. So he's useful in that way, but he does get ripped on a lot of, like, oh, he's too simple to produce, oh, he can't do that, oh, he can't. Bless him. He's been going around longer than the others,
0: Oh, yeah. And he's, I mean, he's been in enough rockets by now, hasn't he? Yeah. He should know what to expect. But I love the way that they like, get ready for the G-Force. And they've got like a seatbelt and some earphones. Yeah. In, a, in an office chair. And that's going <laughs> to they're gonna lift off. Um, And then, well, you see, Miss Kelly's got to go up to the moon. They're like, Miss Kelly, you're going to go and sort this out, this problem. She's, because it's a one, it only works one way, I think. So they're sending yeah. her up there. She's like, I'm the only one that can do this. And I did think of a a uh, another song for your album miss kelly can you handle this <laughs> miss garrett can you handle this and travis can you handle it <laughs> i don't think they can handle this
1: <laughs> oh my gosh i
0: was trying to think of scientific women
1: what's zoe's last name harriet zoe harriet is a bit of a mouthful <laughs> harriet can you handle this?
0: <laughs> How
1: you
0: but yeah, Miss Kelly, off, off she goes. She's there because you've got quite a few crew up there on the moon, and that obviously they've been hijacked by the ice warriors, and she goes in there, she's fixing stuff, but it isn't until a bit later on that the ice warriors sort of come in and get her, so I, I, I feels like that there's a scene missing. maybe I looked away, I don't know, but she's there for a while fixing stuff. And nobody says anything to her. And then suddenly the Ice Warriors come in and then they, a few more people get killed and they sort of all come in on onto her. And it's like, surely if she beamed down, they'd be like, what's she doing here? And get her straight away. I,
1: I think they know that she is the one that can fix it, which is why they don't kill her. Because he says something, doesn't he, in the first episode, like the only person that can do that is Miss Kelly and she's on Earth. I think they've, they were watching at the door, if you remember, because they knew she was coming up. They get it enough that like it, they can get it up. So they see her come up, and they're waiting at the door watching. So they obviously know that she's the one that knows how to fix it, and they need that.
0: Right, okay, I see, yeah. He does so say, they definitely
1: they... say the only person that can do it is Miss, is Miss Kelly. I keep wanting to say Miss Garrett, I have to stop myself, is Miss Kelly. You've got Miss Garrett in my head, poor Miss
0: Garrett. We could call her Gia, Gia Kelly.
1: Gear. Yeah. No, I won't even remember that. I'm struggling remembering Garrett and Kelly.
0: Um, another, yeah, as you say, another great cliffhanger the rocket drifting off. See, no TARDIS action in this.
1: Yeah, all of that's um, great. The whole rocket yeah. stuff was great. I enjoyed them having uh, no gravity and their arms doing this. But obviously, <laughs> <laughs> like, that was funny.
0: And then Zoe is left. Once they do land, Zoe's left to do the calculations if they need to take off again. Jamie, again, is a bit useless. Zoe is, you know, up there with Stephen being a space pilot now.
1: Oh because, yeah, well she's smart enough. This, also, you know, it's
0: Stephen—it's Stephen's role that she's doing.
1: Also, her photographic memory comes in very handy.
0: It's really good that they keep coming back to that. Yeah, I really like in the on the moon set. You've got the control bit. It's all fairly plain, but then you've got that screen of light. I called it the Chicago screen. Now I've not seen the musical <laughs> Chicago. Right. But I I with the logo, I don't know if they have a screen of lights in it, but I call it, it it's like the stage for Chicago in my head. <laughs> okay. And you see I the sort of silhouette of that. the Ice Warrior.
1: I was not expecting you to say that.
0: No, do you know what I mean? No. When it says Chicago. <laughs> you know the logo of Chicago where it's like red with like lights?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what it looks like to me. It just those so it's circular lights, basically. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, and then this is where i wrote about phipps because he sort of sorry i had a chicago prominent. song
1: in my head then i nearly <laughs> sang it but you you just stopped me carry on sorry
0: um and then it becomes sort of apparent what the ice warriors plan is they want to get these seeds sent around the world by team at
1: the seeds are we i mean the balloons the balloons they
0: are balloons yeah, yeah.
1: they're really weird I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't that. And I don't know. Like, And one blows up in the Doctor's face and they're supposed to take out all oxygen and kill it. Like, was he on holiday?
0: Yes. So he's out for episode... When he gets knocked out, yeah. Episode three, he gets knocked out, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah he's on holiday for that week.
1: I thought so. Yeah. Kind of holiday watch.
0: Because I think he's got... If you look at his sideburns, he's got like... His sideburn's like double in size when he wakes up or <laughs> it's like
1: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't notice that but i did notice there was the one that was like led down because they obviously bring him through don't they in the fourth episode yeah. and like yeah and he like did not like it looked like an actor another person like you didn't see his face Have you had, we haven't had that
0: since william martin laid down in the 10th planet i don't think yeah. It's, it's definitely a first doctor move, isn't it, to have a double lying down?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here <laughs> we laugh.
0: They're still doing it, though. It's funny, isn't it? Like, six years in, they're still doing that.
1: I see only what you can, I guess.
0: Well, without, yeah, or you've got to write them out completely.
1: Yeah. Which is harder. For the doctor in particular, that's harder.
0: So these seeds get sent around. That's another cliffhanger. These seeds are, are suddenly sent around. And they say something about... They're going to be, they're out now in the air in London, which is a bit of a Covid y moment. There's a bit of a run around with the Doctor and the Ice Warriors, and it's a little bit comedy, isn't it? What did you think of that? You know, where he's running back and forth and.
1: The one where we film it from one side, so it looks like one corridor, and then we film it from another side, so it looks like a different corridor, but it's all the same bit of set, yeah.
0: You know, it's a bit filler, isn't it? And, well, it's with the Doctor's character, but I'm. mm
1: It's filler. It's just filler. Um, You know, we get that now and then. I mean, you need yeah. that sort of suspense of chase, that like them trying to escape and finding rooms and stuff. So
0: the big thing with the Ice Warriors is, if there's ever an Ice Warrior attack, you know what to do. You just got to turn up the heating. Yeah, that's all you got to do, and I'm sure they did that in the Ice Warriors as well at some point. They
1: in did. That well, that's how they stopped them. Um, when they got down to the base, they turned the heating up.
0: So you have that great. Uh, that's my favourite cliffhanger because Zoe. We're going all over the place in the story here, but Zoe goes up to do the controls, which is this massive heating control on the wall. Yeah, the
1: really dimensions. obvious. No heating system is like that at all.
0: She's sort of mid pose on her way back against the Chicago screen <laughs> doing, <laughs> on stage, and then she just the Victoria the the is coming through. towards. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good.
1: I just sorry, I really want to just jump back one sec to episode one. I think it's episode one. It could be two, actually. And Phipps, so he's in that room. He's not that well hidden. And they've got the camera high up in the um, solar panel, solar power, sorry, room. And the ice warrior comes in, looks and then walks out. And he's like, how did you miss him? He's like just stood there. He's like not even really hidden behind anything. It's so obvious that he's there. He got so lucky. I mean, thankfully he got lucky. That's the point. But because they did it from that shot, it's even more obvious how unhidden he is. If they'd have done it maybe from the side and you could have seen, you know, the Ice Warrior coming in, and, and like, you've just got more of him, you might... But it's so obvious that, like, it's a really small set room thing that they've created with not that many hiding spaces. And the Ice Warrior just walks in and walks out. Do you know which bit? It it?
0: happens later on as well, doesn't it? I think Jamie's up against the because it's sort of like a grill door, isn't it? Yeah, full door, and he's in front of it. You can see through it, and then he hides to the side. Yeah, and he just like walks in and walks out.
1: It's really odd. The only thing I could think of, but I couldn't remember, was whether they picked up on people moving because he says something, doesn't he? The guy, the First guy that goes up and then gets killed. He says, "Don't move." And I wouldn't and whenever people move, that's when they shoot them and stuff. And I wonder whether they picked upon, like, I don't know, because they're so oh, slow.
0: What? Okay, no, I never thought of that. Like dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Yeah, they like stay still. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that.
1: Because they're maybe quite that's what like. It is. Maybe I can't explain think a of any other reason why how you could get away with standing. Like you say, and it's not just once, it happens a few times. But for me, that was the most obvious ones. They're just so slow and very, yeah, that was a really bad shot for that, unless you're going to make the most of it.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, I've never thought of that. Well, I like the bit where um, Zoe and Phipps are together. Yeah. And um, Phipps has a bit of a wobble. He's like, I can't do this. And then Zoe has to be like, you've got to get on with it. You've got to do it. I like yeah. that. That's a nice moment.
1: Yeah. Surely- look, I
0: can't remember! All the time must look the same.
1: Are you alright?
0: Oh, yes, I'm fine.
1: I've seen most of my friends killed. I mean, hunted by monsters! And if you go on shouting like that, you'll be caught by them, and so will
0: I. That
1: yeah, was good. I love Phipps. Phipps is like up for Hero Award for me.
0: Wow, yeah, I've never really thought about him before, but I'm He's thinking about great. him more now.
1: He's like. <laughs> I mean, like, he single-handedly saves that thing, that place. And he's not that high up as an engineer. No. He's, like, I think, like, second or third, isn't he? He's mm. the other guy what did you think killed. about
0: the location stuff, where it's out on, I don't know, Hampstead Heath or somewhere with foam?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it was all fine. I'm used to location stuff now.
0: It looks good, actually. The, yeah, yeah. the film sequences with all the, yeah, as I the say, foam. the foam everywhere. I've got Jamie fights a, a warrior here in episode five. So Jamie being, that's what Jamie's that's what Jamie does this.
1: well. He just goes for it. He do, whereas everyone else tries to think of smart things. Jamie just goes for it. That's his And strength. it's
0: nice that the story does, has a bit of a new location a bit later on, because we have got the weather control bureau. And then they find out that actually water can get rid of this fungus. They call it of course. And rain. So weather control bureau and they've got to make it rain. And, it's like the weather stuff in the Ice Warriors. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it's handy having a weather control bureau, isn't it?
0: <laughs> so, I, you know, in my mind, this is in the same universe. You could have Miss Garrett and that down somewhere else. And they, they could have had to get in touch with Clint and that lot and be like, well, you need to make it rain. You need to use the ionizer to do this. Probably, To get yeah, the thing. Yeah. You know, this it's in the same... Sort of, um, un- obviously, universe in the same period of time. I think that's quite a cool. Yeah,
1: def- it's definitely in the same period of time. Even um, the costumes are kind of similar.
0: Well, yeah, they're not too far off, are they? It's, they're, still, like, they're just different lines, aren't they? They're yeah, just different black lines.
1: Yeah, one's white and skin tight and one way, and one's white and why fronty the other.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, it's yeah, it's definitely it could a, very a very, very well clear sequel. To the Ice Warriors. Yes, and there's a lot of. I like the bit with Jamie and Zoe. They have a bit of a run around at the weather control as well. And you've got the Doctor running. Did you think it was silly that cliffhanger where he's in the foam and he's knocking on the door, and then the the balloon is, and he's like, "Oh no, no!" You know? Oh yeah,
1: but like you know, they're they're great moments. Like it didn't annoy me, but him him in all the foam was quite funny.
0: And then when he comes through, and Zoe Zoe opens the door, and he just falls over. You can see her laughing. You can see the actress laughing. Yeah, yeah. With all this, it must have been really good fun to do. Oh I yeah! Bet, I bet he's sick of all this foam everywhere. Of course he is. Of death.
1: course he is.
0: Just get, or maybe that's just what they love. They loved a phone party, you know, sixties oh. <laughs> phone party.
1: The BBC phone parties of the sixties.
0: <laughs> you also see the Grand Marshal Ice Warrior on the little TV screen. Yeah. Um, he's like the ice warrior that's gone to Claire's accessories and got glitter. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> you know all of the things. Are, he's he's been made up. They just added glitter to this ice yeah. warrior. <laughs> he's
1: just a little bit more glam than the others. He's
0: the glam warrior. Yeah, he's, Zoe he's would like that. Up. Well,
1: it's not really much more to say, Mark. I mean, they save the day as we expect. They don't say goodbye to people. I think overall, mm. though, like. It's I not, think this
0: is definitely an improvement to the stories yeah, we've gone up Yeah, it's not the against. best story.
1: It's not the worst story. It's no. like a middle to high, do, do you know what I mean, okay. of the season. Um, yeah. I haven't really got any complaints about it, but okay, it's that's interesting. to write home about. That's interesting. You know? Well,
0: I've added Miss Kelly to Women of Who, so there we go. You can We can add Phipps as well to our... Our list like he, I, I'm
1: telling you now, in my books, him and his light beam, up, and just general actions in this episode, are up for hero. He's great. And he's just great. Well, he's a really good actor. Like, Norm, Sometimes it can annoy me. He doesn't annoy me at all. He's just great. He gets on with everyone.
0: He's great. Because I wasn't sure how it would go. I thought you would get bored or... Or you would be like, oh, we've seen this all before.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's why it's not, like, a top story, because everything about it we've seen before. Like, Mm. there is nothing original in this story. But it's not bad. Like, what carries it are really strong actors. The side characters in this are brilliant. Like, the two older men and Miss Kelly on Earth are really strong, like she's a really strong female. And then on Moonbase, Weedy Guy, however annoying he is, he nails that. Um, and then Fips,
0: <laughs> your favourite Fips,
1: my favourite Fips, <laughs> he's great. So that, and all of those actors are really strong. When I think of um, what's the one where? They're in London, it was recent, and we met the Yeti. Web of Fear. Web of Fear. So they're side characters. Some of them are annoying or does nothing characters. These are all, like, you know what those characters are and they have really clear purpose and they go for it. It's just great. It's really strong acting from people.
0: Do you feel like things are getting a bit too, are too samey and it needs a bit of a refresh? Yeah. Because I think even with the first Doctor, although there was issues with the first Doctor, at least the ambition of the stories—it was something different every time. Even if they did a historical or a space one, there were different ideas. I feel like, yeah, we We have not had. I
1: stand by Planet of the Giants as being like (laughs) (laughs) one of the best first Doctor stories because it was so left field. And we've not had anything like. All right, do you know well, what? If they're going to go small again, or they're going to go really big, or something, I'd be like, okay, well, we've done this before. But
0: well, okay, well, we've had the mind dropper. That was the only thing.
1: That's it. Just fresh. Whereas, like the first talks, we had loads of stuff. I felt like we had loads. I felt like there was much more. All right, you know, we had um. What's the one where it was the spring that I hate?
0: Edge of destruction.
1: Yeah, so we have the edge of destruction, which was great. The only positive of the edge of destruction was character development. Yeah, that is the only positive you can take away from that, in my book. <laughs> it's <laughs> a fucking spring, all right. But um, everything else, it's like, well, but this like wonder, great stories sometimes. But after in between, it's either wishy washy or crap.
0: Well. Okay, well that rounds off the, the seeds of death, I think. Yeah. Um so now I can tell you about when I met Caroline Ford. Yeah. Yay. <laughs>
1: Yay.
0: <laughs> well I have to tell you about this because I haven't told you. I haven't no. I've shown you the photo, but I haven't actually told you about it. Uh so yeah, so that was the other day. Went to London, out of Cardiff for the very first time.
1: Very first time
0: <laughs> in about 14 months.
1: Yeah.
0: Got the coach down. Uh shout out to david mrs remington fan on twitter and sam bad wolf one on instagram who i met up with and we went to went to the signing so there was quite a few different doctors and companions there but i'll just talk about caroline Ford because you don't know the other ones yet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm. so obviously i had to get i got an earthly child dvd and keys of mariners dvd signed of had course. to absolutely had to so i was thinking what am i gonna say to her like What angle do I go? Because I have my Keys and Mariners mask on as well, face mask on. So I was like, maybe I should go down that route and be like Keys and Mariners chat or I I don't know. Anyway, so I, I didn't do the Keys and Mariners chat in the end. I thought I'd go a bit more intellectual. And so when she was right, I said to her, did she know? And listeners, I don't know if you know this, that the first episode of An Unearthly Child is on the GCSE Media Studies syllabus it's, it's taught in schools where they have to watch the first episode and then they also watch the first episode of the spin-off series class uh, and compare Cole Hill school so I thought I, she might be interested in that she might not know that so I said that I was like did you know that they they teach this in school they have to compare the this to, I said the new series because I thought I'm not going to explain to Caroline Ford what class is because that's a whole nother <laughs> thing just in case she doesn't know. So I just said the new series. I was like, they have to compare the representations of the school. And she was like, oh no, I didn't know that. And she just went, well, how do they compare? And I was like, <laughs> um, I was like, I wasn't ready for that. I was like, well, it, I, I mean, I don't know myself. I just know that it's on the, the syllable, but. <laughs> the syllable. <laughs> <was> <laughs> it's said that's the right word isn't it
1: syllabus
0: syllabus sorry oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so i was like well i don't teach it like it's not my myself but i know that it's on there and i just you know and she was like oh yeah and then um that was pretty much the, the chat really and she signed it and everything so it was it was amazing to see her uh i was like oh my god it's susan um and then as I was going, I put my stuff in my bag and I was like, oh, thanks. And I was walking back. And then as, she, as I walked off, she shouted at me. She went, and say hi to your dad. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like that did not come up. I was like, where did that come from?
1: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> and I was just, I was like, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Like Everyone in doing? the room heard it. What, what did she... I don't know. Anyway, she said hi Have you hi said hi to your, to
1: your dad, Mark? Because Carolyn Ford thought, told you to.
0: Which, yeah, I know. Which everyone filmed hilarious now. So,
1: um... <laughs> say hi to I your know, dad. Well,
0: I mean, Carol I had a Ford. mask Maybe she couldn't... Maybe she heard something else that I was saying. I don't know, because maybe she just couldn't hear because she, because it was all like distance and stuff you were one end of the table and she was at the other end so it's not like I was so close yeah yeah, so yeah you sort of had to sort of shout through your mask so and the photo's not too bad actually I think I look a bit I don't know what happened to my eyebrows in it I don't know what happened there <laughs> I was out in the sun a bit I think I look a bit it was successful it was great and I have met Susan now so um I am very happy with that oh,
1: well done you
0: so um oh well next so next time everybody um Hang on. Sorry. That's Miss Kelly. She needs to beam me up somewhere else in a minute. So I've got to get in t um <laughs> Time is running out on the <laughs> recording. <laughs> anyway, no. Anyway, sorry. I think we're both very overtired. We today. Are. <laughs> but it's not going to let up, unfortunately, because uh, you have the next story. You've got the recon ready to watch. Yeah. So the next story is called The Space Pirates listeners you will all agree with me 100 this is going to be the toughest one that we are going through you thought edge of destruction was tough you thought marco polo was tough you thought web planet was tough. this one is going to be really I difficult I, I don't want to say too much because i don't want to like put that in your mind when you watch it yeah but it's six episodes only one exists no telesnaps so you know They've only got like some photos to go on to do a recon in the first place okay, um and it's famously i i I'm not sure if it's known because it's well, we'll go into it next week, but I'm not sure if it's known as a bad story because no one really has got to know it that well because there's so little of it right. it might be that, but we've given ourselves quite a bit of time to to watch, uh but I would say break it up bit by bit because I'm gonna find this tough to get through as well, so
1: okay, great,
0: so there we go um I, like everybody knows the space pirates is a difficult one so if we can get through this <laughs> it's easy it's easy there on in i think
1: yeah i would say and looking forward we'll to be, it but it sounds like i'm not so
0: <laughs> well like you see i don't want to like say too much more just in case you might really enjoy it yeah okay so, but we will be back together to record that one so we'll team out back to somewhere else to to do that so um yeah <laughs> You can still follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who. Uh, and you can support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. Thank you so much to everybody who is supporting us. It just helps support us with equipment and stuff. And, you know, I've got the. You know, we bought these Shield things, which I can take to work now and record if need be. It, it's <laughs> keeping the podcast on the air. That is what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely, by yeah. Us. So thank you so much. We've got
1: another so mic much. here for me here, so. Yeah, we
0: have to have the mic. Yeah, you know, an emergency, we've got an emergency mic so we can keep going and stuff. So it, it is all going back into the podcast. <laughs> so, um yeah, thank and you And if
1: you're um, a supporter, then... Look out for that email soon about the. Yes,
0: we'll be in touch with uh, you for our All Stars episode as well. So yeah, uh, look out for that. So until then, we shall. Oh, do you know what? I don't even know what I'm saying. Until then, we shall. We will see you next week. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> until then, see you next week.
0: <laughs> see. Yes.
1: We have to finish it, Mark. You have to say it. We haven't said bye. Okay,
0: okay. All right, then. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: <laughs> to watch who.